the way that I would, you know, really suggest people jump into business is actually to get super clear on the problem that they are solving for one specific person. And the more clear and and narrowed down you can be to that person, the easier it is for you to actually be able to address their top concerns and their top needs and desires in once. Welcome to the She Shines podcast with your hosts, brand photographer and serial entrepreneur, Anna Laura, and super proud career woman with a passion for entrepreneurship, Alex. Tune in for some connection, community, and girl talk. Plus, join their conversations with other entrepreneurs and professionals who've been there, built that, and are paying it forward. They'll take your burning questions and turn them into actionable steps with a glass of champagne in hand. Here we go. Have you ever felt stuck or confused? And you're probably already saying yes, but let me finish. <laughs> with, <laughs> how to, <laughs> with how to really market and sell your offer. You're probably still saying yes. <laughs> without confusing your audience or yourself. <laughs> Holy smokes. <laughs> yeah. A, B, C, D. Yes. So. If you're feeling overwhelmed by the launch process, no worries, girlfriends. We are here with marketing minimalist expert, Ellen Yin, the founder of Cubicle to CEO, an online membership teaching service-based solopreneurs how to make their first 10K month, yes, please, without mm -hmm. a large audience or posting every single day because who has the time? Mm-hmm. Marketing minimalist. I just am obsessed with that Love phrase. It. Love it. <laughs> Through her boutique Instagram marketing agency, Ellen Yen Media, Ellen has worked with multi-million dollar brands, y'all. Hey, Fortune, hey. I mean, Fortune 500 execs and best-selling authors. She's been featured on the Today Show with Hoda and Jenna. Love. Yes. And in publications like Authority Magazine, The Penny Hoarder, LA Style, and Disrupt magazine i mean she is killing it everywhere she's killing it she is slaying the game also leading an upcoming rachel hollis workshop so oh you, yes that was yes. recently announced recent oh, so, so you, you guys want to go on and follow ellen so to date ellen has served over four thousand entrepreneurs and is still growing daily okay through her mm -hmm. online courses and services and today's episode you are going to learn from ellen directly step by step how to successfully market your offer with confidence so if you haven't already get a pen and paper because you are about to walk away with a brand new launch strategy queen oh my goodness it's so good and we just loved chatting with ellen mm -hmm. you're also going to want to head over to the show notes and join go on ahead girl and join the she shines academy facebook group mm -hmm. because we're giving you a special sneak peek at an upcoming virtual event that we have going on with ellen next week plus some other super exciting news that will be dropping soon so like i said all that info's in the show notes going ahead we'll be on the lookout for you there now let's get into this episode welcome back to the she shines podcast everybody we are delighted today to be joined by ellen yen ellen is the founder of cubicle to ceo and the host of cubicle to ceo podcast Welcome. Hi. Thank you so much, Anna Laura and Alexandria, for that awesome intro. I'm so excited to be here with the She Shines community. 
Oh, we are delighted. Like I said, delighted is the theme of the week. Yes, I love that word that you use, delighted. Most darling. (laughs) We're we're super pumped that you're joining us tonight. (laughs) We can't wait to dive into everything. Um, If you could just kind of walk us through, you know, where were you prior to starting your business and what made you take that leap into entrepreneurship? I would describe myself honestly as an accidental entrepreneur. I'm sure a (laughs) lot of you who are listening can relate. Maybe you're still somewhere halfway Mm -hmm. between, but my entrepreneurial journey really started when I quit my corporate job at the end of 2017. And I didn't have a backup plan, guys. I did not intend to own my business. It wasn't like I had this brilliant idea and I went to my boss and said, I'm out of here. I'm going to go pursue my dreams. It really was more of this realization that the job I was working in didn't fulfill me. It didn't give me purpose. Mm -hmm. And it was one of those good, not great situations that people tend to get complacent in and find themselves, you know, year after year going, well, it's not the best thing ever, but you know, it's okay. So why not stay? And I think I quickly realized that about myself. I was only in that job for 10 months and you know, I realized, okay, if I wait for the perfect timing or this opportunity to show up to transition into something else, I know I'm going to be here for five, 10 years. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know, I have to create, I have to be my own catalyst for change. So I'm just going to jump ship, you know, while it's still early, even though my parents and my friends, well-meaning were like, I don't think this is a good idea, but you know, (laughs) you just got to trust your gut sometimes. So Mm -hmm. I went for it. I leapt. And, um, shortly thereafter, I actually ended up signing my first client, um, you know, fell into freelancing and from there really just grew, grew my business over the last three years. Incredible. So amazing. Congratulations on making that transition. And you said you didn't have a plan, but obviously it has turned out (laughs) very, (laughs) very well. And something we always love to ask, um, our podcast guests, especially if they're like yourself or in corporate or another job, right. And made this transition to entrepreneurship. Were there any skills that you learned in your full-time job that you've been able to kind of apply to your business or that were able to transition over to your business? So in entrepreneurship and really in any career, there's hard skills and there's soft skills, right? Hard skills are like the technical strategies and skills that you actually need to operate in a certain role. But soft skills are very rarely talked about, but way, way more valuable in my opinion. Things like emotional intelligence, Mm. communication, networking, um, and the ability to think on your feet, think outside the box. So I would say that a lot of the you know, soft skills that I had in my corporate career, as well as even in my first job, you know, ever like working at a movie theater, those same same skills of being able to interact with people and really build rapport and relationship, I think has been so key to my growth as an entrepreneur and, and my business growth too, because, you know, there are really three key things that you can invest in to accelerate your business growth, your network, your mindset, and your skill sets. And people often place a really heavy emphasis on skill sets, which is important, right? Like I'm always learning new skills myself, but people often underlook the value of investing in your network. And so that relationship building aspect of my corporate job really translated well into my, my business. Mm, oh, yes. We're that, over here going, yes. Like we're taking notes and we're like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I've never heard so of yeah. true. I've never heard that of it in terms of hard insane. skills versus soft skills. Mm-hmm. And then, and then like what you broke it down, like the three, would you say the three keys that you can invest in, in order to accelerate? Mm-hmm. I love yeah. those. We absolutely agree. And I've never heard them broken down like that. And it's so true that, that your network and your mindset are just as important, if not more important than your skill set. Cause oftentimes it, it is your mindset when the going gets mm-hmm. tough, that's going to get you through and not necessarily those technical hard skills. So I, I am a huge fan of that right off the bat. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't even gotten into what we we're going to talk about tonight. <laughs> I know it's so good. I was, I was thinking too, like one way I think that Anna Laura and I have been able to build a successful community is that soft skill, right. Of networking and communication, mm-hmm. you know, our, by trade, we're speech pathologists. <laughs> and, Lord knows it wasn't. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But you have to be able to build rapport with a different person every day and sometimes Mm -hmm. six to 10 people a day and you have to motivate them. Uh, So we can really, really relate to to those soft skills because we did not have technical skills when we started a business. (laughs) So so we're still- Google University. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. That's where we got our our business degree in. Um, So thank you again for for breaking those down for us. Um, Mm -hmm. So- is there like a, maybe not a top piece of advice, but something that really sticks out to you, a lesson that you learned, um, something that has really kind of fueled you as an entrepreneur today that you would want to share with our listeners? Mm. Oh my gosh. There's so many, right? <laughs> I, I think, I think I'm constantly learning. And every time I grow into a new level of success, I look back on even who I was three months ago and I go, Oh my gosh, you knew nothing. You were ignorant <laughs> to the world. So I just, I just want to encourage you that I think the most important thing is to actually be flexible to what you are trying to achieve. Um, mm. my whole theme in life is learn how to pivot and persist your mm. end outcome, your end goal may remain the same. But if you are so married to one specific path of getting there, you're going to miss out on so many opportunities. So a big thing that I would encourage you guys to do is if you're curious about something, even if you can't see the full 100 steps to get to where you want to go, lean into that curiosity, take that first step, because it's often being in the right place at the right time that actually opens your eyes to a completely new opportunity that you never would have considered or a different strategy, different path, a different relationship. Mm-hmm. But you can't be in the right place at the right time if you don't open yourself up to placing yourself there. So you are in full control. And I really encourage you guys to to start things before you're ready. I always say like, if you're not embarrassed by your first attempt at something, you waited too long to start. Oh, well, good. Cause we have. (laughs) I love this honesty. (laughs) Book Phil. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so many things. It's so true though. I mean, that (laughs) lessons learned doc that we have going, good Mm -hmm. Lord, we're at like page 50 now probably, but it's a selling book someday. (laughs) Yeah. Best selling lessons learned from the shoe shines Academy. Here are all the things you you don't want to do in business. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Learn from our mistakes. Seriously. I mean, that's Mm. honestly why we created she shines was because it was like, this is what we're doing and how we're screwing up and we don't want other people to make these mistakes. Mm -hmm. We just want to pave the road a little smoother for those next, you know, next women going forth. So Mm -hmm. I, I absolutely love 
your outlook on that and that, you know, taking that imperfect action instead of waiting until you're hundred percent ready mm-hmm. and going ahead and leaning into that curiosity, like that is gold. And I yeah. really hope that you listening today, I think you're hearing this for a reason, most likely, mm-hmm. and you should really take that into like, just let it sink in right now. Mm-hmm. And, and whatever it is that you're curious about, whatever it is that you've been fearful of, maybe this is your sign to take yeah. that next step. So thank you for that. Of course. So can you, speaking of mistakes and lessons learned and all those things, <laughs> can you tell us the biggest mistake that you see millennial entrepreneurs specifically making with, with their marketing? Cause that's what we really wanted to talk to you about today was, was marketing and how to fix those mistakes. <laughs> yeah. I think that the biggest mistake I see millennial entrepreneurs make is a incorrect prioritization of what actually matters. So here's the thing, guys, a lot of people fall into the trap of, you know, I need to have the perfect appearance in order for my business to be legitimate, meaning they're obsessing over what should I name my business? You know, is my website ready? How can I print, you know, my business cards? Let me create a logo. (laughs) All of these things that... You guys, like, I hope right. I'm not calling. No, because we've we've been because we've been there and also have had these questions. So yeah, you are and hitting the nail. No, on I'm, head. I'm so glad you're. It's just so nice to hear it from someone else's yeah. mouth too, and not just like <laughs> each other. Good, good, I good. Digress. I'm glad you resonate with this. But I I see so many people get trapped in this. You know, I have to get all of these things set up first before I can go out and acquire my first client or my first customer. And that's really a backward way to look at your business because as entrepreneurs, it's, I mean, it's literally built into the word, the word entrepreneur comes, you know, from a French word that means to undertake or to undertake risk. Right. And your whole job as an entrepreneur is to solve problems. And so if you're so focused on all these things, like your mission statement and your website, that's actually very you focused and your end customer and client that's not what is renting space in their brain on a day-to-day basis. They don't actually care what your mission statement is until they know that you care about what is top of mind for them. And so the way that I would, you know, really suggest people jump into business is actually to get super clear on the problem that they are solving for one specific person. And the more clear and, and narrow down you can be to that person, the easier it is for you to actually be able to address their top concerns and their top needs and desires and wants. And from there, honestly, don't overcomplicate things. When I started my business, I mean, for the first, I think almost two years of my business, I didn't have a website, didn't have a portfolio. I closed, you know, contracts ranging from $300 to a $10,000 a month client purely based off of the ability to understand exactly what they needed and be able to communicate how I was going to get them a specific result. And that all comes down to sales psychology, understanding how to communicate, understanding how to sell. And none of that requires the fancy tech or all of the crazy things that people think they need. And especially if you're listening to this and you're a service-based business, I want you to stop obsessing over vanity metrics. Like how many followers do I have? How many likes did I get on this post? Because in all honesty, you're not in a volume based business. You're not, if you're an e-commerce brand, a little bit of a different story, but if you are a service-based business owner and you're working with clients, you don't need a thousand clients. You need a 
a couple really mm. great clients to get your business mm -hmm. off the ground. So how many followers you have is honestly irrelevant. Um, I would much rather you guys focus on where do my ideal clients already exist online? Where do they hang out and how can I get in front of those people? Oh, there's so much goodness to, to unpack right there. First of all, you pretty much just walked everyone through the foundations bundle in the She Shines Academy, <laughs> just really getting clear on the need mm -hmm. you're serving, who you're serving, and then how you're going to serve them. None mm -hmm. of that. It, we're saying go spend $10,000 on a website and a logo and your name and all this. Mm -hmm. So I love that you brought that up and just getting, like you said, really clear on, on the, that problem first mm -hmm. and foremost for that one specific person, you know, think local, like super, super small. So I, I love that. It reminds us too of like how we kind of evolved. She shines and it took us a little bit in the beginning to really refine who exactly that person was that we were helping and we had to narrow it down over over the time that we've been in business so just again appreciate you kind of driving that that point home because mm -hmm. it is something that we really try to to implement in our academy and with our members so so they know before you get all the fancy stuff the nice mm -hmm. visuals and the quote unquote curated look and all of that stuff. Like, do you, do you even know the problem you're, you're solving, right? Like most important, yeah. most important. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so let's get a little bit more into marketing. Uh, so excited mm -hmm. to learn from you. We serve multi-passionate women, right? Women who have multiple things going on, multiple jobs, multiple businesses. Um, and sometimes these women have limited funds looking at myself with student loans, mortgage, and a car payment. Uh, so what would be your advice to this kind of twofold here, women who might be marketing multiple offers because they're multi-passionate, right? Or maybe women who are marketing on that limited budget. Great question. So let me start with the second question first, because I think this is a huge dilemma for a lot of people. Like, do I invest in paid traffic? Mm -hmm. Do I buy advertising? Mm -hmm. Like, what do I start with? And here's the thing about, about ads. And I'm going to speak specifically to Facebook, Instagram ads, because that's where the majority of my experience as a business owner lies. Ads are amazing. They are such a great way to accelerate your, your results, your client acquisition, all of these things. But I want you to think about ads, like building a fire. So if you, if you think of ads, like pouring gasoline on an already burning fire, then if you already have a proven offer that converts really well, organically, meaning organic, meaning you didn't spend any money, you're just having, you know, conversations with people online or offline, and they're finding your product this way and purchasing then if you pour gas on an already burning fire, that fire is just going to grow bigger and brighter and you will be able to, you know, accelerate your results. But if you immediately jump into ads with a product or service that has not been proven in the market, the visual I want you to think of, it's like throwing gasoline on sticks. So all you end up with is wet sticks. <laughs> so, so sad. <laughs> so sad. And, and not, a, not a great way to utilize your resources. So always test things first. Um, I think that's a, that's a, a smart approach to, uh, utilizing your funds if you have limited funds. And the second piece that you asked about, remind me, what is the second piece you asked about? Marketing with multiple op offers. Oh yes. Okay. So 
I, I say this with some context. If you have not hit your first six figures yet in business and you are looking for the most efficient path to get there, you may not like this answer. And I totally get it because I'm, I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur too. You may not like this, so take it as you will. But I think the most efficient path is to hone in on one single offer and scale that offer that, I mean, it's just the way the cookie crumbles, I guess. But if you are not you know, as worried about that. If you're like, you know what? I have all the time in the world. It's okay. If it takes me longer, perhaps to achieve a certain, um, measure of let's say financial success or revenue. And I really just love pouring into these different projects and serving these different people. Awesome. Do not let this deter you because you only, you can understand what you prioritize and what you really want out of owning a business. And so no one gets to tell you like, this is right or wrong. You are the leader. You're the CEO of your business. And if you are advertising multiple offers, the same advice applies in terms of making sure that you're really clear on who you serve, exactly what you're helping them with, how you do it. But I would suggest to you that you, if your avatars that you're serving in your two different or three different offers are completely different people, just to make it easier on your end customer or client, I would perhaps separate where you talk about it. So maybe you have multiple Mm -hmm. accounts. Um, just so, you know, if, if like, let's say one of your businesses is serving like dog owners and the other one is yoga instructors, right? You just don't want your message to be so diluted or confusing that someone lands on your page and has no idea what to do next because they're not really sure of what you're actually offering them. From using ads, I love this idea of making a fire with wet sticks because literally I've done that the first time I was camping. This is a true story. It was awful. We couldn't get a fire. We were cold and we just ate marshmallows without like just, you know, making s'mores. It was terrible. Um, Marshmallows are great, but the fire was awful. It was cold. So yeah, that makes complete sense to me because I'm like, why would you basically just spin your wheels? You're just stuck. Mm -hmm. You're just like talking to crickets and Mm -hmm. throwing money at these ads and they're not really going to go anywhere. But if you take the time to do that market research and make sure, like you said, it's, it's a proven concept, then it's just going to make everything that you're marketing, whether it's through ads or email market, whatever it is so much easier mm-hmm. or with more ease, I should say. Yes. Not nothing's easy. Mm. Yeah. Like you said, it's entrepreneurship. There's a risk involved, but it is done with more ease. So I love that. And then, you know, marketing multiple offers. Is- oh my goodness. So good. <laughs> So good. We have, I, I like know exactly the women that I'm thinking of who like have asked us this yes. question and also who like stalk online and also sl- sl- slide slid can't speak today. have slid into the DMS, right. And asking like, mm-hmm. I have so much going on. I'm doing this, this, and this, but like, I don't know how to market it. And it's like, well, girl, pick one. <laughs> and then you can learn about the rest, you know, and, yeah. and not to like super, super simplify what you said, but it is so important though to hone in on one thing and scale. And we can relate so much. When we just started She Shines in the beginning, we were wanting to be everywhere. Events, Mm -hmm. workshops. We wanted to do a podcast. We wanted to do all these things. And we were just like, no, like literally we can't. (laughs) We can't Mm -hmm. do all those things. We don't have the time, the energy, and we don't know how to market all of those things. So let's just focus on one thing, what we're good at. And at the Mm -hmm. time it was events and that's what we did. Um, So Mm -hmm. just really appreciate you saying that. Ladies, Ellen said it too. (laughs) (laughs) And can I 
add to that, I just want to encourage you, if you are a multi-passionate entrepreneur and you're thinking, oh my gosh, well, that puts a huge damper in my day, you know, because like I, like how can I possibly choose between all these amazing projects and ideas that I want to bring into the world? I want to tell you that just because you table something for now does not mean you are deleting it forever, right? You're not saying, oh, I'm never coming back to this. I think it's, it's really about, you know, who needs you the most right now? Who cannot or should not go another day without knowing about this amazing service or product that you can bring into the world and change their life. Whoever that is, you owe it to them, right? Mm-hmm. To, to get to them as fast as you can and to reach as many of that one customer as you can. And by doing so, by scaling more quickly and efficiently with that one single offer, you're actually creating all of these funds that give you more fuel to go after that next project, to Mm. blow it up even bigger the second time you go around with a different product than if you try to put your, you know, hands in too many, too many baskets. I don't know if that's the term, but you guys know what I'm saying. (laughs) Oh, this, this is so good because literally like, you know, we, we have these conversations in a day and then they, they come back. It's like, like we're, we end up having a guest on that like answers the questions that we've been talking about amongst (laughs) ourselves. And it's just like, it's just such a relief for us that one, like people like you exist in the world (laughs) and can answer these questions. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's so, uh, such a relief. I think also whenever mm-hmm. you're able to take that pressure off of yourself and not feel like you have to have, you know, your hands and too many irons and too many fires or whatever it is. Yes. That's that's fires, <laughs> sticks. Welcome to the camping episode. <laughs> camping with Probably the worst person to go camping with because oh, I literally... Yeah. Like I have no survival wilderness survival skills. I'd be like, you know, naked and afraid that show I'd be, I'd be naked and very afraid minute one and out the next minute. I'm done. I'm done here. Yeah. Oh, well you heard us, me trying to start a fire. So that's all I'm going to say there. So anyways, I digress. Don't even know what we were talking about anymore. Marketing and starting fires. Um, I'm here for it. So you, with your community, within your own community, you're very transparent, which we'd love this, like Mm -hmm. the transparency, obviously with your, with finances, like sharing Mm -hmm. your financial reports the last few years, many of our community members want to begin to monetize their brand, but they aren't sure how. So what for you was your first step in monetization and what advice would you give this community on taking that? first step, you know, on, on monetizing, making money with their brand. Cause otherwise mm-hmm. it's, it's just a really nice hobby, right? <laughs> so true. <laughs> so true. <laughs> One thing, and I don't know if you are speaking to a specific subsect of your audience, but when I think of brand or like a personal brand, oftentimes the people that I'm talking to are bloggers or people who want to be influencers. Mm-hmm. And the first place they look for monetization is brand deals, right? Like everybody wants to be sponsored. Everyone wants to get free products and get paid to post. And while that is a very worthwhile endeavor, right? There's definitely a market for influencer marketing and especially micro influencers. I think that it's also the slowest path to monetization. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you why. One, you have no control over most of the things that actually bring you brand deals. For example, um, like your, your entire business, especially if you exists primarily on Instagram is based on, you know, 
Instagram's algorithm, how fast you grow, what your engagement is like. And it places a lot of weight on external factors that you do not directly get to control. Mm -hmm. Other piece of that is you're basically leaving monetization and the potential to do business completely in the hands of other businesses Mm -hmm. and other people's products. So while I think that brand partnerships are great and they are a key, you know, piece of our business as well, we did not start with that. We started with our own products and services. And I really believe, I really challenge you if you are a creator and you are completely dependent on other businesses sponsoring you, I know that you have existing skills that you are amazing at that come second nature to you. I always ask people, what are you the go-to person for in your circle of friends? Are you that friend that everybody calls for dating advice? Are you that person who knows how to instantly organize someone's room or, you know, you're, you're that person that will do a closet clean out for your sister or your friend. And, you know, there's things that like come so second nature to you that you, you think there's no way in the world someone would pay me for this for this knowledge or for the skill that I have, but there is. And mm-hmm. I, I challenge you to dig deeper and really start with your own service or product. That would be my first mm-hmm. step toward monetization. Well, yes. we, we're over here going, <laughs> yes, because we literally did an entire podcast episode. A whole podcast on, episode. That's what I was looking really? to find the number. Yeah, yeah, 26. <laughs> number 26, 20, okay, ladies. Episode 26. Yeah. It's like, you know, the hard truth about influencers and, and mm-hmm. like being an influencer and how we listened to Jasmine Star episode, podcast episode, and she was talking about how influencers are more or less underpaid billboards, mm-hmm. um, which was like, you know, just cuts right to the... <laughs> to to the heart of it. Um, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's true. It's a hard truth to hear. Um, but you know, really encouraging, encouraging our listeners, encouraging you out there to really own something of your, your Mm -hmm. own, Mm -hmm. (laughs) own your business, you know, own your brand Mm -hmm. and not having to rely on an, on another business. Not to say you can't collaborate, you know, we're, obviously huge on collaboration, but mm-hmm. if you're relying solely on that and not having a product or service of your own, then no, we definitely agree. So episode 26, we will link that in the show notes for y'all to go back and binge. Um, but we're, we're here for it. So I know you were yes. like, yes, we're like, yeah, no, we've said it. We said it for like 30 minutes. So yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love that. We're so aligned. I mean, for those of you listening, obviously, I don't know if you can see this video, but like the very first time I met these two ladies, it was like, I feel like I knew you guys for so long. Cause we're just so similar in the way that we think and approach business. So yes, yes, yes. Go listen to that episode. Yeah. <laughs> you could see our, yeah. our notes right now on this episode. Half Crazy. the chat is I love her. Yeah. OMG. I know she's amazing. <laughs> like, this is just a chat between me and Real Alex life. along oh with God. the show notes. So yeah, Real that's, so that's where we are. Also, <laughs> shout out, talking about marketing, shout out to your Facebook ads, Ellen, because that is how we found you. Oh. <laughs> really? Oh my yes. gosh. Well, thank you. Thank you. I can't take complete credit because, well, it depends when you found me, but I <laughs> hired an ads manager this summer. So most likely it was her work. So shout out to Jenny. <laughs> Thanks, Jenny. Thank you, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> so what it would be your last, bit, we're going to, we have a couple more questions, but is in terms of marketing, any other outstanding tips mm-hmm. that we haven't dived into yet? Dove into dive, divin, 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 divin. Dove. Definitely. Dove. Oh geez. It's I am the not worst. Divin. It's <laughs> like drink. Drink, drunk, like I don't know. It's one of them. <laughs> last piece of advice that we haven't gotten to yet. 
Real good English. Real good. (laughs) You know, it's difficult. Gosh, it's so hard to pinpoint just one specific thing, but here's something that may uh, encourage or uplift some of you. I know a lot of you feel like you're running yourself ragged on the content hamster wheel, always pumping out new content, new content, new content. And you're told like, you need to show up, you need to post consistently every single day in order for you to have a profitable business. And while posting consistently is important for visibility perhaps, or for, um, you know, certain, certain types of business models. And again, I, I think this is key too, is whenever you hear a marketing strategy, really filter it through the lens of, is this meant for a business model like mine? Am I hearing, for example, like if you hear a strategy from a course creator and you're a service provider, maybe think twice and say, is, is this meant for a business like mine? Same thing. If you're an e-commerce brand and you hear advice about a service-based business, is that meant for you or is it for someone else? So for, for my audience and my community, most of the people I work with are service-based businesses. So people who work with clients. And I always try to hone in the fact that you do not have to post every single day in order to get consistent clients. You have to create quality evergreen content and drive traffic to it. That's that's like the huge like shift I, I try to instill in people. And evergreen content, if this is your first time hearing about it, it's just content that is always relevant no matter when someone finds it. And the purpose of evergreen content is actually to ascend your potential client or customer through an awareness journey from unaware to problem aware to solution aware. And people who are solution aware are your hottest connections, Mm -hmm. the people most likely to actually convert into paying customers and clients. And people are going to find you at all different stages. So if you create really quality evergreen content that meets them where they're at and helps shift them closer and closer and closer to being ready to buy from you, then you don't have to post every single day. You can just Mm -hmm. have your you know, your quality posts up in your feed and your whole goal every day can instead shift to focusing on connecting with people and bringing new eyeballs to your existing content. So that's my, that's my big little marketing, I don't know, like diatribe, but I, if that interests you guys, I have, you know, I have a free workshop on this and I'm actually doing this workshop with, um, with you guys next year. So I'm excited. So you guys stay tuned for the full, for the full marketing plan. (laughs) Oh, we cannot wait for, I was just going to say like, where can we learn more about this funnel? Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) That sounds amazing. We cannot wait. Mm -hmm. Speaking of that. Well, I just want to say thank you so much for coming on here and sharing so many things. I mean, we've talked about marketing for small business owners, for brand owners, um, entrepreneurs. Like we, we have covered, we've covered a lot, a what lot. to do if you're multi-passionate and trying to market mm-hmm. multiple things, or, or mm-hmm. maybe you're on a limited budget and how to market that just all the things. Ellen, thank you so much for coming on and sharing everything. Where can we connect with you and learn more about your offers? Thank you so much for having me today. So the best way to connect with me is on Instagram. I'm most active there. So at Miss Ellen Yin, feel free to shoot me a DM. I'm totally an open book. And if you are listening to this podcast, then obviously you are a fellow podcast lover. So I would love to hang out with you over on my show, Cubicle to CEO. We release new episodes every Monday with 
female founders and we, you know, we interview them on how they built their success. So if you're looking to learn from the best of the best, then we'd love to have you on our show. Amazing. Thank you. Yes. Well, now ladies, you have your Mondays lined up. You have the She Shines podcast and then Cubicle to CEO podcast. And you just got a, a nice way to start your week with some business Yay. tips. <laughs> I love, love that. it. Yay. Can you tell us um, what else you're working on right now? Ooh, great question. I think the only new thing that I'm working on is I'm trying to find a way to bring live challenges into 2021 because Mm -hmm. I love the connection of actually being on live with people on a zoom call. So, you know, a lot of people ask me, how do I get my first digital product out there? So stay tuned because in January, I think I'm going to be doing a paid to create boot camp that basically takes you from idea to actually getting your first paid students in three days. I know it's a huge, like big promise, but um, I think we can do it. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Outside of that though, I'm really just practicing what I preach. I'm focusing in on the same key things and optimizing, optimizing, optimizing. Mm. We are here for that. Mm-hmm. Ellen, thank you so much. All right. So we're going to get into our rapid fire question round. So we'll set the scene. You've got like 30 seconds to order your favorite coffee beverage at your favorite cafe. And girl taps you on the shoulder. She's like, Oh my goodness. It's Ellen Yen, founder of cubicle to CEO. I have three questions I've been dying to ask you, and then I'll pay for your white chocolate mocha. Her first question is what is your favorite way to connect with new people? Favorite way to connect with new people by far is in person at events, but because that is on hold for the time being, Mm -hmm. I would say probably through Instagram. Yes. Mm, That's a good one. All right. Number two, how can I create community in my life or business? By leading with generous action. Don't make it about yourself. Give value first and you become interesting by being interested. Mm. Yes. I love that. Love that. All love right. This. Last one. How do you get your fill of girl talk? Ooh, I am such a verbal processor, you guys. So I'm, <laughs> I'm on Voxer all day, every day. <laughs> boxing my, my girlfriends. And, you know, I really believe in creating, you know, like almost like a mini mastermind, surround yourself with like-minded people. And, you know, it makes all the difference in, in your business journey for sure. We love that. Thank you so much for all the value that you shared. Talk about leading with value. Mm -hmm. We appreciate you taking the time ladies. We appreciate you listening and until next time, keep shining. Thank you so much for joining us on the She Shines podcast. Before you go, be sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on the next episode. Plus, we would love to hear what you enjoyed most. So share a takeaway and be sure to tag us at SheXShines. And lastly, please take a sec to leave a thoughtful review or pass this episode on to someone you feel could use it. Until next time, keep shining. Cheers, girlfriend.